I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She, how do I put this, isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we are sitting down with Amber Paul, who runs the wildly popular Influencer Updates AU Instagram account. We will be asking her what it is like to run an account such as this, how she gets her goss, ask her about her most juicy stories, and also find out her thoughts on cancer culture and online bullying. We will also ask her why she thinks influencers should be held to account for their actions and whether we set our expectations of them too high. Stay tuned. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Hi, Amber. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Anna. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me. Hey, thank you for jumping on. We're so excited to have you here. We have so many burning questions. I'm excited to be here. I'm a bit starstruck. Love Island alumni. (laughs) Bit of a fan. You were saying before you're a big fan of Love Island. I am, yes. (laughs) Even to the point you remembered what Anna was wearing when she walked in. Even I've forgotten that. Amber's a pink girl. She's wearing pink today. In honour of where's your head at. (laughs) Yeah, it's got to be done. You're a young mum, so you have kids at home. So thank you for making the time to do this. That's okay. So my husband's got them at the moment. He's (laughs) taken them for a drive. And yeah, I don't know if I'm a young mum. I'm 34. Definitely a young That's mom. Young definitely mom. A young mom. <laughs> That's definitely I'm 31, and when I become a mom, I'm, up until like, even when I'm 40, I'll be a young mom. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say I won't be looking at fatherhood until long past 34 at this point. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, obviously, the first question that I just wanted to ask you was because obviously you run influencer updates. It's a very popular gossip. Instagram page would we say that I prefer to call it a news account <laughs> when people ask me what do I do I say it's a news account I feel a like news account yeah because yeah. I, I don't just do gossip like it's not just rumors it's actual updates of I'm doing a lot of reposting what the influencers are posting themselves yeah yeah I, I've been following you for a while I think I actually this is so random but you know Atis Paul mm. he was following you And then I, for some reason, looked at who he was following and I found you and I was like, oh, that's interesting. I'm going to follow along and I've been following ever since. And it is very interesting. I mean, we obviously are very into pop culture with the podcast, so it's good to to keep up to date. And it's good to follow because I have spoken about both of you on the account before. That was our next question. <laughs> what have you um, said about Anna or myself on your podcast, on your, on your Instagram? Well, Matt, funnily enough, you were actually one of the first videos I ever did back when I was doing TikTok videos. There you go. So, what yeah. one was it? Yeah, your relationship with Kira. That was big news at the time. Yes, yes. 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 <laughs> Take a trip down memory lane. I'll have to go back ago. and have a look at that one. <laughs> yeah, two and a half years ago that account started. Yep. Okay, so you started on TikTok and then you moved to Instagram or? Yeah, so it was um, my sister, Kayla. She's the owner of Tribe Skincare. So, yeah, ah. she, yeah, I don't know if you know the brand. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, Do you not know Tribe? 
Oh, that sounds familiar, but yeah, you'd know it. Yeah, if I knew. Yeah, popular. it's popular on Instagram and TikTok as well. But so she'd had a bit of experience with TikTok, and she encouraged me to start on there and taught me how to use it. Just because, like, the algorithm, like, it favors new accounts. Whereas, like, if you were to start an Instagram with no followers, like, they're not going to show your video to anyone. Yeah, mm. totally. And then, um, it quickly grew to about seventy thousand followers within about a wow. year. And that's when I made the switch to Instagram just because I could be more interactive with people like doing Q&As and the polls and, yeah, just a lot more. I could do videos and static posts, a lot more flexibility. So what was your first post to kind of go viral? Mm, First one to go viral. Well, I suppose the very first post I ever did, it was about um, Ash Mesher. There's the Mesher twins. They're famous influencers. And she had just had a breast augmentation and I simply posted, you know, here's her information. She's had a breast augmentation before and after. And, yeah, yeah, as I said, that was the first video I ever did and it got about 50,000 views in just a day. And that's when I was like, okay, there's people that actually want to view this content. Yeah. Absolutely. It's very mm. popular. It's it's definitely um people love to hate influencers, right? <laughs> definitely love to hate. <laughs> do you get yeah. more do, would you say that people hate more than love toward like when they're like sending you gossip and things like that? Yeah, definitely. And I think that a lot of people they want my account to be very negative and calling influencers out and holding them accountable for their mistakes, but it's definitely not why I started the account. I started it because I love influencers and I love pop culture and, yeah, yeah, I want to post the good things as well as the scandalous things. So (laughs) do you have a lot of people sending stuff in to you and then, like, gossip that they, like, they don't really have proof on? Like somebody might say, like, you know what I mean, I saw this, I saw that. Will you not post it unless you have evidence evidence of that action or whatever? Yeah, so just for defamation reasons, like, I can't really just go off a rumour, although... I mean, I can sometimes, I do like blind items where I'll blank out the name and post a rumour and people have to guess who it is. A lot of the time oh it's God. pretty easy have to we, guess. I've, <laughs> seen, we, I've, I've seen, seen them too. Just back to us, have we ever been one of them? Because there I was one. So. I, I won, there was one I remember, I think you sent it to me or I sent it back to you where we were like, fuck, that's me. Remember? <laughs> this is a while going back. We're like, that's me. Yeah, it, it might have been. There's been a lot of them over the years. It's hard to remember, but. You'd probably remember better than me, especially if it was about you. Oh, uh, it was maybe a year of, a year ago or something, and I was like, "Fuck, that's awfully close." Like I've done that. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, yeah, well, probably you. <laughs> what's been your juiciest story to break? Could you say the juiciest? I suppose relationships are always the biggest stories. People love knowing relationships as well as friendships. But um, yeah, yeah. So I remember, like, probably a year ago. I had been getting like a lot of different, um, I suppose, tips and stuff about Tammy Hembro and her fiance, Matt Poole, just different things like that didn't seem quite right. And then when I looked at it and put it all together, I was like, oh, I think they've actually broken up. And so I put it together as a TikTok video, just like a one minute video. And then like the media got hold of it and they were like posting about it on news sites and that one went pretty viral. And unfortunately it was true, but they hadn't broken the news themselves yet. So yeah, that one was pretty unfortunate, but yeah, yeah. that's probably In the that case, one. Do you ever, do you ever feel bad that like you're doing that before they've like had the chance to post or they're probably at a grieving time and they want their privacy? 
Do you feel yeah, like I probably should feel bad. <laughs> I Sorry. don't know. Like I just, I feel like because I'm posting public information, like it's only stuff that they've posted themselves. It's not like I was posting that based on a tip off or anything, but um, yeah. yeah, it's tricky, I suppose. Like you've got to be careful what you do post about people, make sure you're yeah. not upsetting anyone. Yeah. Has anyone threatened mm. you legally? I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's been a few just like DMs of, get this off your page or I'm going to send you a cease and desist or this is defamation, which I know very well the defamation laws in Australia and the things I'm posting are not defamation. But if it's going to upset them that much, like I'm going to take it down or I'll at least turn off the comments. Yeah. So there's been things that you've posted in the past where people have asked you or influencers have asked you to take it down and you have taken it down. Yeah, definitely. Um, like even Emma Isaacs, she's the owner of Business Chicks. Um, just yeah. recently her ex-husband posted like a series of stories about an unnamed person and they were less than flattering. And um, I just assumed that was about his ex-wife, Emma. And so I put together a post saying, you know, Rowan Isaacs has made this post about his ex-wife, Emma Isaacs. And she contacted me and was like, you know, this is defamatory. You can't put my name on this like it's not about me and it's not true which I agree with her like in hindsight I you know I posted it very quickly because I was like this is exciting information mm. and then I took that one down because yeah she was like you know I will have to send you a legal letter if you don't take this down yeah do you know what's interesting is I reckon like there's a lot of influencers out there that I've never heard of but you <laughs> seem to know them all yeah, like say, yeah. yeah like oh. Amber like posts about people and I'm like who is this and then I like look them up and I'm like oh okay this is like you know someone in this space or that space but I mean you're so all over it how do you stay so all over the growing number of influencers in Australia I suppose that's why this is a niche um, account because yeah they're, they're the sort of people that I'm reporting on that aren't going to be reported on in the mainstream media usually yeah. I mean yeah. you two as X reality you are definitely reported in the mainstream media but most of the people aren't and yeah. I suppose it's just consuming the content myself like I consume a lot of social media content because it is something I enjoy and then yeah, yeah I've been following influencers since I don't know maybe t 2013 when Instagram sort of started picking up and yeah, so I've, I've got a really good memory too. So I remember a lot of the things that influencers have posted over the years. Do you work with other kind of like, I know that you would say that you're a news kind of page, but there's definitely other gossip pages. Would you kind of collaborate with them on information or do you talk to any of them? Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, in DMs, we talk a lot behind the scenes. So a lot of the things that I post, like I said, I try to be a news page. So if somebody sends me something, I don't know, trying to like, it might be that like an influencer hasn't strapped their child into a child seat properly. And people mm. are very triggered by that. And that's not the sort of content that I would post. So I might be like, oh, here's some content that I was sent. If you want to post it, you can. That's yeah. that's more like the, there's other pages that do that sort of stuff, which is more like that cancel culture, negative vibes, which I like. Yeah. I hate that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I try to stay away from that as well. Like, as I said, I run this account because I like influencers. I'm not trying to call them out. Yeah. A lot of gossip sites, with the exception of a couple, are anonymous. You, mm. on the other hand, have put your face to the page. What made you decide to do that and not keep it anonymous? Well, I'm really not sure why everyone is anonymous. I guess they share their opinion a lot more than me. 
Whereas yeah. my account's not really an opinion account. I, as I said, I try to keep it more factual. But um, I do find that if I do share my opinion, I get sent a lot of DMs like disagreeing or attacking me and a lot of agreeing as well with the opinion. So I think that that's probably why they stay anonymous because they're sharing their opinion and they just don't want to get that hate. Yeah. You um, posted something recently actually on Influencer Updates saying that you're taking a step back from the page. What made you do that? There was a tipping point And yeah, going back to the legal letter question, there was a legal letter that I received just recently. This was my, my first legal letter that I have received. And yeah. so last Wednesday, I, po- I reposted somebody else's content. So they had made a video calling out Karina Irby for um, photoshopping her photos. And she's like a body positive influencer and yeah. talks about not photoshopping. And he had proof that she indeed photoshopped her photos. Right. Was his proof legit? Yeah. Definitely, and she ended up admitting that, yes, she had photoshopped the photos. Right. But um, she was very upset at the time, I suppose, and asked me to take the video down. And I was sort of like, well, no, this is online anyway. Like, you know, people are going to see it regardless of whether I post it. And then she was like, you know, I'm going to send you a legal letter to take it down. And as I said, people have said that to me before and nothing happens, but she actually followed through. And two days later on Friday night, I received a knock on my door and was served with my first legal letter. Wow. (laughs) Was that a scary moment? Oh, I wasn't scared. I don't know how they got my address, but I also don't mind. Like I I live in Geelong in just like the suburbs. Like (laughs) I've got no reason that anyone would ever come here. So, yeah, I'm not too worried about that. But um, I did speak to a lawyer. Do you have a lawyer? Well. I don't have a lawyer as such, but I contacted a lawyer and yeah. they said to me, like, for free, they said to me, you know, the letter that you've been sent has no legal grounds, like you haven't done anything wrong. So just reply to them saying that, you know, you've taken the video down and that's the end of it. So that's yeah. what I did and I haven't heard back. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't want to upset her and it's sad that it came to a legal letter, but I can see what I did wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, it, even just hearing this gives me anxiety. So I don't know how your anxiety <laughs> is dealing with this. Do, do you suffer from anxiety? No, I don't, luckily, okay. which is uncommon to hear these days. Like so yeah. many people do. Yeah. yeah I, I've got a, I've got like secondhand anxiety for you just <laughs> thinking about someone knocking on my door with like legal documents. When, I, like, got, <laughs> when I got served, I was actually pretty funny to him. Have you been served? Yeah, for what? the court case. Oh, yeah. I was like, they're like, does Matt Sikowski live here? I'm like, I'm, no, he said, you Matt Sikowski. like, no. No, I, no, he said, and I was like, and I looked at my roommate and I was like, I'm <laughs> I said, well, fuck, probably shouldn't say my mate's name on here. <laughs> um, yeah, cut that. Yeah. Why do you think your followers love your content so much? I think that it's a guilty pleasure, really. Yeah. Like, like Anna said before, people love to hate influencers. So I think it's that influencers, they seem like normal people, like they're relatable, but people get a bit jealous that they seemingly do no work and yet seemingly get a very high income. Yeah. And that really upsets people. Yeah. Mm. Do you do you believe that influencers do no work? Or is that uh, like <laughs> Definitely not. That, yeah. Yeah. I know that it's a marketing thing. Like they work yeah. in marketing essentially, work in sales, work in marketing. Absolutely. Mm. What type of posts would you put up that get the most love from your followers? Um, yeah, I definitely still think relationships. They're 
always the most popular. Yeah. Um, and then there's certain people like the bigger influencers, like people love Tammy Hembro content yeah. and they love Anna Paul. So yeah. Addis Paul's sister, Anna. Yeah. yeah. You, um, I was going to say, is there a relation there? Because your <laughs> last name is Paul. <laughs> yeah, well, I've never actually told this story online, but um, my surname is not actually Paul. That's just like my stage name. Right. right. So <laughs> Why did you decide Paul? <laughs> well, it's a play on words because Anna Paul is a huge influencer. Right. And so I made okay. my name Amber Paul. Okay, I thought it'd be like how you make like a porn name or something. <laughs> Paul Street or something no, like no, but it's more that like because I do have children, I didn't want people knowing the surname of my children. And also my husband's name is Paul. That's where I get the Paul from. Oh, right. that's, that's awesome. Yeah. How did your husband <laughs> feel about this? Because obviously, I mean, I, mean I feel like women are very much into kind of like following influencer stuff, but I feel like guys don't really get it as much. Yeah, he doesn't get it at all. Sometimes, <laughs> like very rarely, I'll share with him a post that's been really popular mm. and he'll be like, oh, I just don't get it. Do people actually care about that? <laughs> well, like, yeah. I know a lot of my a lot of my mates don't even follow influencers. No. I'd be the clo- Anna and me would be the closest mm. thing that they have to actual influencer following. Like they don't they wouldn't follow a single influencer. I'm sure they follow some like hot girls. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but probably Dirt not bags, to buy yeah, the some, products some that they're bikini ones. But Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, like it's not like a thing. Yeah, it's not a thing. Yeah, they're not yeah. really waiting for the, the next goss about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a target market and I find that most of my followers are between 25 and 35 and female. Yeah. Yeah, just looking at their Instagram analytics. Similar to us. <laughs> yeah. I guess, do you ever worry that you are contributing to like online bullying or trolling? I know personally for me, I was once posted on Celebrity Spellcheck for breaking lockdown with your ex. Yeah, funny times. And I literally (laughs) did not sleep for three nights. I had to take sleeping tablets because I was like so anxious. Everyone was blowing me up saying I'm a terrible person. I was like, I live alone. I'm like so like stressed out about all of this. And like no one really seemed to care. It was like you're evil, go die. Like it was awful. Mm. And that's the culture that's built around that Instagram page. And that is the culture. So do you worry that you are contributing to that type of like stress on people? Yeah, I definitely do worry about it. And I know that like, the, com- the comment section of my post is something that I'm still not really sure what I need to do with it going forward. Yeah. So you mentioned before how I'm taking a bit of a step back. So yeah. part of that is, well, the legal letter is partly what triggered it, but also, yeah, not knowing what to do with the comment section because I find like some posts I'll get 600 comments and yeah. it's not something that I can moderate myself. Like it's just way too much. Like I need yeah. to spend more time making more content. And yeah, I do worry that influencers will read the comments a lot of influencers have blocked me yeah. which is probably for that reason mm. but yeah like I don't want to contribute to bullying but yeah. I There's definitely a- assume I do which I don't like that yeah there's settings isn't there on Instagram where you can filter out certain words well, and it hides them yeah mm. and to be honest like we kind of understand where you're coming from because we had a video, we had Harry Jowsey on our podcast and we Mm. had a video up of him and that went very viral for all of the wrong reasons. There was like Mm. thousands of comments and I was 
we we didn't we know what to both do. We actually deleted them. We both started deleting some. We of them. started deleting comments, both of us at once, and then yeah. we ended up switching off the comments. And it's just like there's some really it, disgusting it is stuff on. in there. And and yeah, and mm. people do get so low and disgusting, and it's it's scary because I, I can only imagine being a person who's reading like that amount of hate. Yeah, it's yeah, and on. especially like you said, you were receiving threats and you were living alone. Like that's really scary. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I guess turning off the comments is something. Well, I had both of them blowing my phone up. Who? You and Kira blowing my phone up about it. (laughs) Was it your fault, Matt? (laughs) All my fault. All my fault on the other side. I mean, if you guys had just stayed together, she wouldn't have come to my house. (laughs) Yeah, let's not dive into that. Um, I actually did see you posted something about Matt's ex the other day. Yes. Yeah, just basically that she was rude to somebody in a cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, again, that story was unverified, but I posted her name knowing that it's not really defamatory, like saying that she was rude to someone in a cafe, that's not going to lose her work or anything. Yeah. But, yeah, Kira is a very hot topic on the page, actually. People find her very interesting. Well, we've got to ask more questions about that. (laughs) In in what way? Sorry. No, in what way is she a hot topic? Oh, just that she's there's always drama surrounding her. I, I suppose that's why normal people and they're held to a standard higher than what you would hold any of your friends or yourself. Yeah, and yeah, it's just not. It's I guess just not gonna work. I get some of the stuff, but like some of the slip ups, like like you were saying before, weren't strapped into like a chair, a baby chair properly. Like as long as mm-hmm. they were strapped in, you know what I mean? Like. I don't see the problem. Like, no, people are just so savage on this sort of stuff. Do you know what scares me about having children is all of, like, the people online who come from mums. I just think it's, like, horrific. I think that's, like, a whole different level because if someone's coming for you, that's one thing. But when people are, like – they're coming at the way you're raising – Well, they're coming at like they're judging like every single thing you do. Like I remember some, I think it was like Chloe Zepp was getting in trouble online because she kissed her baby on the lips and apparently like (laughs) that's really bad and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the people that are saying that, I'm sure they do it themselves. Yeah. Mm, What's like the, who's got the, who gets the worst hate from what you've seen? I can definitely think of two stories recently. They're not mum shaming, but they were bit like cancel culture stories yeah so um Sophia Beck Sophia Dopa she's a Melbourne girl but she now lives in Sydney I think so recently she dressed up as a stingray for a fancy dress party and her friend was going as Steve Irwin as like a duo costume and she posted on TikTok and the internet blew up about that saying that it's extremely insensitive and she was two at the time that Steve was killed so she wasn't really around crikey (laughs) (laughs) yeah so the internet was very quick to call her out on that and she did apologize and that one blew over pretty quickly did she go to like a um like an inappropriate party or something because you know how people have those parties like (laughs) well she didn't mention that it was that but maybe it was that would make a lot of sense actually but then yeah i didn't Mm. even think about that because i did see that and i was like that's not okay but yeah as you said if she's two at the time she probably well, she was no, dressing everyone, up about it, though. Everyone knows that you don't go for Steve Irwin. You don't touch <laughs> from that. He's a, he's a, um, he's a lo- like a legend of Australia. True. What's the other one that you were gonna? Well, in contrast to that, like people forgave Sofa Dofa very quickly, but in contrast to that, um, Emma Clare she recently launched a new podcast called Simply Chaotic, 
and she only had a baby a few weeks ago and the launch of the podcast tied in with the birth of her baby. It was around the same time. And um, on her debut episode, she admitted to having killed two cats as a child and her co-hosts were laughing about it, which, um, yeah, was pretty horrendous. And the feedback to her was, you know, that's not okay. And instead of removing the episode or apologising, she doubled down on it and said, you know, people need to lighten up and that she's sorry, not sorry. And, yeah, so then pretty quickly brands started dropping her from their partnerships and then she issued a formal apology, which was pretty irrelevant at that point because she had originally doubled down on it. And Mm. since then, yeah, she's expressed that she's pretty upset that the brands did that and that they were considered friends to her. And, yeah, she's sort of... She's still saying that the story was twisted as well. So, yeah, people aren't really forgiving her for that one. For more context, did she say how she um, killed these cats? She said that one was when she was nine and she swung it around and it died of fright. And one of them was when she was about 17 and it was her best friend's cat and she accidentally hit it in her car. That is full on. Full on. I can't believe that people would be laughing about that in the podcast. Yeah, they luckily got away with it pretty scot-free, the co-hosts, but Emma Claire has, although her following has increased, I think people want to see the drama, but Mm. in terms of like her jobs, it seems to have been cancelled. How do you think Mm. the best, like what's the best way for an influencer to deal with a scandal, would you say? Yes, I was thinking about this recently because there's been quite a few scandals going on, even um, (laughs) like DJ Tiger Lily. I don't know if you saw she did an ad for Peter and it referenced the First Nations people and having the babies taken from their mothers. Mm. Yes, I think that the best thing to do is take a bit of time, like don't react immediately because that's a bit of a problem. Like people react immediately and they don't say what they should be saying, if that makes sense. Very active emotion. Had time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that they need to like take a bit of time, take in all of the feedback and then, yeah, like maybe make a donation to a relevant charity. That's a really popular thing people have been saying that they should be doing and genuinely say sorry and mean it. Yeah. yeah. yeah don't say, sorry, I offended you. Say like, sorry, I did something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think that's the key things. Absolutely. Mm. Do you, so you think that influencers, if they kind of handle the situation right, they can make amends, they apologise for their behaviour, then they can still continue kind of being Yeah, accepted. absolutely. Yeah, well, 100%. This- like it, there's more news tomorrow that will overshadow today's scandal. Yeah. Well, that's it, yeah. That's that's, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally it. Like Nadia Bartel, her thing was in it for like – a hot minute and then she deleted her Instagram and she's back now. Yeah, well, that's a good example of what you should do. So she took time and, yeah, everyone feels that she is sorry for what she did. Yeah. 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 Breaking the lockdown. (laughs) That's what she did. Mm. Is there certain people who you kind of stay away from reporting on? Because I have noticed that there are like – maybe some kind of like hot topics and maybe you won't report on it. Is there like a line where you're like, I'm not going to report on ABCD? There's definitely like photos that I won't post. Like recently, Ruby Tuesday Matthews, she had her son in a photo shoot and his pants were slung extremely low. And a lot of people said that the photo was sexualizing her five-year-old. 
So like I wanted to report on this, but I didn't want to show the photo and only like encourage or encourage spreading this image. Mm. Also Denny, styled by Denny, I'm not sure of his surname, he has been expressing a lot of mental health issues recently and people are constantly asking me for updates with him, but I don't want to be the final straw. Like I can see that he's in a bad place and I don't want to post something and then he gets a comment from that and then, you know, that really upsets him. Yeah, So absolutely. yeah, it's kind of case by case, but a lot of people tell me that I'm a suck up to influencers. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking that you've built such a brand for yourself. You're almost an influencer yourself now. I would say you are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you were such a suck up, you wouldn't be. You wouldn't have so many blocks from influencers, yeah, right? I know. I get really upset when they block me. Like Martha Kalifatidis from Matt, she blocked me the other day, and she's one of my favorite influencers. So it's oh. really sad. Do you have a burner but, um, account? Well, when you block somebody, it blocks right. any other accounts that they make. Uh. So I have to go on my husband's Instagram to do her <laughs> which it's a bit desperate, honestly. Your, your husband's account cannot get out because he'll get blocked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I've given his name away today. That's, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I suppose that's the content that I don't like to post. And No, I don't, I don't really see myself as an influencer, but maybe that's because I don't do paid content. But I do have a paid membership that I do where people can pay, like, $20 and they sign up and then they get access to extra stories for 2023. Yeah. yeah. I did yeah. see that and I, I was very well. tempted to join. <laughs> oh, I'll add you. So what sort of, what sort of, story, you know, what sort of stories would you add in there then that you don't put on your normal thing, on yeah. your normal feed? I suppose it's more casual sort of stuff. Like when I post something to the grid, it's because I know it's going to be a big story. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, the stories are more like, casual sort of posts like um oh what's an example of something I posted today oh yeah like fashion week outfits so like I posted um a few of the Sydney fashion week outfits to stories whereas I probably wouldn't do a grid post about that yeah 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 fair enough yeah so link in bio to get that (laughs) yeah (laughs) link in bio to get that and that's all I'm posting on at the moment because of that break that I'm taking it's just that I was getting hundreds of DMs per day, especially when I was posting big stories. And it honestly just takes hours. Like I need to reply to everybody because that's how I get the majority of my content is through DMs. So I have to open it to see if it's more content. And then it's just taking way too long. And yeah, as I said, I've got two children. So I've really just got to um, step back a bit and decide where I want to focus my time. And the paid membership is where I want to focus it at the moment. Would you ever think of having a podcast? <laughs> yeah, definitely. There is a really great podcast, um, Outspoken, it's called, yeah. and it's yeah. um, by three girls, triplets, and they cover a lot of the same content as me. And I was actually on their podcast recently for an interview, and that's my favourite podcast. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, that's all good. <laughs> that's a what? No, nah, well, that's, that's, that's what you do, and that's what you do. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, it's, they yeah, recently very did similar. a huge piece on Sarah's day. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? Because I thought that was quite shocking when I saw the the video. I was like, oh my god, it's like very like in your face, like full on. Like it what felt like it? a takedown for content. It was so Sarah's day. She was like a she is. Would you say is a huge influencer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and they kind of did like this. 
I don't know. Maybe it was just the video, but it was very like. I, I think know. it was just the snippet. They had like right. very dramatic music over the top. Like it was <laughs> a bit clickbaity, but. It was very clickbaity. Yeah. And like even Sarah's husband, Kurt, he did respond to it on TikTok and said, yeah. um, okay, this is weird. Like you'll be hearing from our lawyers, which yeah. I don't believe they ever did because they yeah. didn't actually say anything defamatory. Of course, they are journalists. Like they're um, they've been to uni and everything and used to work for Channel 7. Yeah. But um, I think that, yeah, the snippet made it seem a lot more negative than what it was. It was actually like more of a biography about her life, like the, the positive and the negative things. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I saw they call that it a deep dive like, series. Yeah. Okay. So what do they do, deep dive on influencers? Yeah. yeah. They pick particular ones and go through their scandals and – yeah, just how they became famous, really. Do you think that people do hold influencers? Obviously, we've we said that people hold influencers to a high standard and we love to hate them. Do you think the standard is too high and can it ever change? Um, yeah, it probably is a bit high. But then I suppose we don't want influencers promoting like illegal sort of things. Like there's True. been a lot of influencers that get cancelled or get I guess, um, scrutinised for their illegal drug use. Like that yeah. happens quite a lot. And also a really big one lately is their use of solariums and even just sun tanning. Like that's becoming very scrutinised because obviously the link to skin cancer, people don't yeah. like even that like influencers promote that. Lines off. Yeah, I've, I even mm. feel like I'm judging people with tan lines. I'm like, get out of the sun. Yeah, I saw someone today and I was like, geez, I was like, I wouldn't, yeah, it was pretty full on. She had full tan lines. We like, we fake tan here. Yeah. Like, where's your head at? We're all, about, yeah. we're all about that faux tan. Don't remember the last time I laid in the sun or was in the sun, to be fair. Yeah, we like literally hate the sun. Yeah. I mean, a bit maybe of it's an D. age thing as well. Like, it's I probably so. the younger influencers that are still into the solarium. Yeah, but, but they're yeah, so, I think so. And they've got to remember though that they're posting their stuff to young younger audience as well so Absolutely. like my eight year old 18 year old sister still goes in the sun and i'm like you don't like don't like you become to mm. my age and realize not to go into the sun and well yeah. i know yeah. and when you're that age you listen to older people say that and you're like oh you're such a loser yeah you've got no <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so where does responsibility of the influencers kind of start and end then would you say I suppose it also depends on their audience. Like, yeah, if it is a predominantly younger audience, they probably mm -hmm. have a lot more responsibility. And there's also yeah. been a lot of scrutiny recently about exploitation of children. So, like, there's a lot of family blogging channels like Sarah's Day and she features her children in that very heavily. And, yeah, it's like where does the responsibility start and end there? Like, should she be showing her children at all or...? Are they, are they considered to be working children? Like it's a tricky topic because there's no legalities around it at the moment. What's your opinion? As a mother. I don't know. Like like I said, I even have a fake surname because I don't want people knowing my child's surname, whereas with these big influencers, we know their full name, their full date of birth, what schools they go to, where they go on the weekends, like where their holiday houses are. It's pretty scary how much we do know about these children. Do yeah. people say something like, well, the children has no choice whether they get posted or not? The child, the yeah. The child will have no choice. You're sort of just posting it. Yeah, it's exactly. There's no consent. It's such a tough one. I've thought about it so much, just but, thinking mm. like, it, like what is the right thing to do? I guess so. Like you could, when you like have to sign release forms and that, you get your parent to if you're underage. 
Mm. But then I yeah, guess well, like, I if you're that's an influencer, the other argument. it's like a personal account though, right? So it's like it's a, it's so tricky. But is it a personal account when you've got 1.2 million followers? Maybe not. Mm. Yeah, it's quite public. But, I mean, you, prob- <laughs> you in your mind, you would still think of it as your personal account. Yes, yeah. yeah. you think of your followers as your friends almost. So it's yeah. like, it, like what is the mindset behind it? Like, yeah, you don't want to be like putting your kids to work like little puppets. Mm. Like, okay, mm. and go. <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> and like, yeah, that has yeah. come out before. Like there's been behind-the-scenes videos where people literally are saying that to their children. Really? Yeah. So it is all just part of the brand. Mm. Mm. Who's a mummy influencer? Indy Clinton. Her her kids are very much a part of her socials. What do you think about that? Yeah. Well, I suppose her children, Navy and Bambi. I know all the the names of the children. That's what I'm saying. Everybody knows these things. Yeah. <laughs> um, Navy is a very energetic. I think he's about two. He's a very energetic two-year-old and, yeah, she receives a lot of interesting comments based on his behaviour and her parenting of that behaviour. But I don't know, like, yeah, it's very entertaining, that's for sure. Like people watch her channel because they like to see her children and they like to see the way she parents and, Yeah. yeah, I don't know, where would these people be if they didn't show their children on social media? Yeah. I just don't get it. I would never comment on the way someone parents. Onto like yeah. a photo or something like no, neither would I. <laughs> yeah, it's just something that you just don't. <laughs> comment. Isn't that it. something you just don't? But do? then we're not parents, so like, but, but I like, still don't think I would. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, just focus on your own well, children. Amber, you're yeah. a parent. Do you do you find yourself more judgmental of seeing other people parent because you also I have don't, kids? but also I've never received judgment. But I think that's because I'm not being watched by 1.2 million people. Like I yeah. keep saying 1.2 because that's how many followers Sarah's day has. Right. But, um, yeah, so I suppose it's it's a numbers thing. Like when these people have so many followers, there's going to be those few people and it's always the negative people that are the loudest. So mm. when someone's criticising you, if 100 people compliment you and one criticises you, that's the one you notice. So yeah, Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, Absolutely. so maybe there's not really that many people judging their parenting, but it's just that that's what stands out to them and what triggers them. Yeah. We um we mentioned before how in Australia love to jump on the like the hate of influencers and reality TV people. Do you think there's a bit mm. of like tall poppy syndrome about it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like I said, the tall poppy syndrome is that people are jealous that these people seemingly do nothing for a lot of money. Like when they're posting that they're whining and dining every day and wearing a different outfit and then they're getting paid for it. Whereas um, with the cost of living crisis, like people are out here working minimum wage jobs and struggling to pay the mortgage. Mm. And they think that the easiest way to deal with that jealousy is to tear down an influencer rather than, you know, looking at how they can improve their own life. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like mm. when someone has a bad day and you're on the road and they're like road raging everyone. <laughs> you're like, what have I done wrong? So, yeah, that's yeah. a good way of putting it. So they're literally coming home and they're angry at their situation so they take it out. But then again, like people yeah. don't understand the effort that goes into that sort of stuff, like yeah. the influences and like the thought about, about it and what they have to do and the actual work that goes into that sort of stuff. Yeah, definitely. I personally am so grateful for like the opportunities I get with that sort of stuff as well. So like yeah. they don't realise that either. Yeah. I don't take it yeah. for granted And I'm sure you two would know that like taking a photo 
is not as simple as taking a photo <laughs> when you're marketing a product. Oh, it's not like you lot. just there's so much roll that goes out of bed. Into it. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, much exactly. That goes into it. Yeah, and all the back and forth admin behind the scenes as well, and absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I do laugh at the mm-hmm. ones when they get people, though. This is something that makes me laugh when they copy and paste the accepted caption and they I know. put the, that. That <laughs> makes me laugh. Because I've been so close to it so many times. Have you? <laughs> yeah, so many times. Yeah, then you're yeah. like, oh, fuck, you got to get rid of that. Yeah. Do you think that um, some influencers are a bit out of touch with reality because they do get mm. big kind of lump sums? Definitely. And especially when it does come to promoting a product, like they all say, you know, I only promote what I love and what I would genuinely use. But I mean, if I was getting a $700 Dyson Airwrap for free, of course, mm. I'm going to love it. Whereas yeah. like if, if you're paying $700 for that and that's like a week's pay, you're going to be much more critical of that product. Absolutely. Good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 100%. That's true. Yeah. I think that a lot of influencers should promote what they feel comfortable promote what they actually do do use absolutely yeah i think that should be something but i've i've said yes to collaborations before and i didn't like the product and then i said no yeah i've turned down. Oh, yeah. yeah i've turned down yeah as well yeah, yeah. Like, that's not me yeah, yeah absolutely yeah what's the future of influencer updates yeah well i'm not really sure like i said i'm i'm trying to think about now what's the future of influencer updates but um i noticed that like instagram they brought in a subscription model a few months ago they were trialing it in australia and that's now launched here right but they've also just recently announced that there's a whole heap of like rules regarding the subscription like you can't post certain content behind the paywall like you can't do giveaways things like that right. so i don't know i think that i'm going to keep going with the close friends membership for now where people they just pay on paypal but, um, yeah, I would like to do some sort of subscription in the future, but I just don't want to move away from Instagram. Like I don't yeah. want to go to Patreon or anything like that. I just want to stick with Instagram. So hopefully a subscription, but, yeah, we'll just see what happens. Maybe employees that can help me post more content and yeah. moderate the comments. Is there a lot of cheating <laughs> kind of messages that you get, like of influencers or like partners cheating and then they'll send it to you to kind of be like I'll send it to Amber in the hopes that she kind of gets it out there yeah definitely pretty much every influencer relationship I get sent oh this person's cheating on this person and I'm like where's the proof and they're like oh my friend's friend's cousin they told me I'm like yeah okay <laughs> not really? posting that yeah, they sent like yeah. actual proof like messages like photos or, or photos something. or anything no. like that I've never received that. Have you ever These heard that from silly. any of my boyfriends cheating on me? <laughs> Absolutely not. Michael is not cheating on you. Oh my God, I almost fainted when you said every influencer relationship. No, well, no. I, it's, that, I'm, I'm not surprised by that at all. Aren't that, you? No, I like it. Yeah, if people would... I've definitely seen people out and and thought, if someone takes a photo of you right now, this is a very compromising position. And Mm. I can only imagine that you would be the person who people are like, let's send it straight to influencer updates. Yeah, that has happened. Her husband, yeah, I was told that he was in a very compromising position with women on a night out or something. But I think that people forget that influencers are generally quite charismatic. Like they've got the confidence to talk to people. They're very social people. They're surrounded by people that, you know, want to get to know them. And that doesn't mean that they're cheating just because they're being nice to people. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. yeah. Mm. If you did get proof that someone's claims were confirmed, would you report on it? Oh, probably. <laughs> would you ask the per- would you tell the person first before you reported or would you just report straight away? Uh, I wouldn't tell them first, but yeah, I don't know, it's a tricky one. You're like, hang on, what's this? I don't know. I always, I always feel like I always feel like influencers don't actually view my content. Like I forget, like there's sixty thousand followers. I forget. I feel like I'm just posting to like my friends. Yeah. Like what you were saying before, Anna, about how they forget that their children are being exposed to all these people. You do yeah. see what you're tagged in and everything like that. I think that I'm, I'm going to say yeah. that everything you've ever posted about anyone, they've seen it. Yeah. And oh. they've probably read every <laughs> single comment. Or just something. FYI. Yeah, they've seen it on their burner <laughs> account or it's been sent to them. Yeah. 100%. Even if they've blocked you, I feel like they've still seen it. Yeah, they would have. Okay. It, would, it gets sent to them. It gets sent something to them. Something to be conscious of. Even like tonight, Matt, when you were messaging the link for the Zoom chat. I was like reading our past history. I'm like, you mentioned Matt in your story. You mentioned Matt in your story. I'm like, oh god, what I did see saying? that, but I didn't see what they were because they obviously you still see them. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> no, you I do see it. See it them. comes up. So yeah. everyone sees it. Yeah. Do you worry that you're going to develop anxiety from this high kind of anxious type of role that you're in? Oh, I haven't worried about it at all so far, but now I'm worried. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but, and, and sorry. Anna's instilling anxiety no. to you. She's like, no one gets I'm away not, without it. No, <laughs> it's just, it's only because sometimes like certain things do trigger anxiety yeah. and Matt and I are like, we are like hyper anxiety sufferers. So I think I'm always like worried about other people's anxiety, <laughs> which is why my question to you before was like, how's your anxiety? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think that I've got to, like, because people often ask about my age being 34 and they're like, you know, why do you even care about influences? But I think that my age is important because I need to have, like, a certain strength, I guess, Mm. (laughs) to be able to report this stuff and not take on the hate and, yeah, not get anxious about it. But, yeah, maybe... Anna, you're projecting your anxiety sorry, onto sorry, me and I sorry. think it's working. I, I'm going to take it all back. I'm not trying to project Why don't we anything. go the other way around? How about Amber gives you like the chill with no anxiety? The what? She yeah, oh, I, would, I would love like, to have the, Amber's chillness. Yeah, chillness. How about you take some of that the other way? Yeah, my advice there is that if somebody has a problem with you, it is their problem, not yours. <laughs> I love that. 100% I agree with that I love that well look that's an amazing note to finish on Amber thank you so much for this interview it's been really interesting chatting with you finding out what you do and we will keep watching and getting our info from influencer updates sounds good and I'll add you to close friends (laughs) thank you thank you (laughs) sounds good see you have a good night thanks we'll talk soon